have the right nutrition in pregnancy. So it, it's highly speculative. Well, what's interesting about it is that uh, Hitler was a victim of sexual bullying and uh, you know, in World War I. Um, maybe they knew his genitalia was malformed, but the connection, another connection between serial killers, serial killers with deformed genitals can also lead to, you know, hatred towards women and uh, insecurity yeah. based on that. That's true. I'm not sure how much sexual bullying he had in World War I. Uh, the guys in his, what do you call it, platoon used to mock him because they all wanted to chase girls and go off to brothels. And he would say, stay, stay behind and paid no interest in that. That's pretty well documented. Well, was he a virgin? In, uh, when he was in the army? Well, it, depend- it, it seems highly likely because the there was a guy called August Kubitschek and Kubitschek was a friend of his who lived with him in the early Vienna days. And Kubitschek said he never went near women. They once went to look at a new boarding house and the woman who ran it came to the door and she was somewhat loose and dressed in a plunging outfit and Hitler just sort of shuddered and pulled back and said this woman is a what was the biblical term a, a Jezebel or a Potiphar we can't we can't with her and he also described Hitler falling in love with a woman called Stephanie in his hometown he Stephanie never Isaac. spoke to Stephanie this is and the woman he had this star. fantasy relationship yes. that they were going to marry and then he eventually realized she didn't even know him and wasn't going to have anything to do with him. And this is very interesting. His comment is, well, to uh, August was, all right, well, I'm going to grab her and we'll both jump off a bridge. That was his way of dealing with a failed relationship. Wasn't Stephanie Isaac Jewish? Um, I'm not sure. I think she had a Jewish relative, but I'm not sure if she was actually Jewish. I'll leave that open. He has a very scorched earth policy even back then, doesn't he? It's like this woman who doesn't even know we're dating will just kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> to make out. a comparison to uh, to modern terms, are you familiar with the term incel? Involuntary celibate. Uh, are these guys who hate feminists and want to stay virgins or complain about being virgins? Yeah, the complaint. I get more of an asexuality thing from Hitler okay. myself. Rather than being an incel. Incels are people who hate women and uh, because mm-hmm. they, 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 they aren't able to engage in intercourse with women, whether because they're terrified of women or they're too, too scared to approach them. But Hitler stalked Stephanie Isaac for four years, never spoke yes. to her, not even once. Yeah. And he was enraged by male attention that she received from others. So this is all very indicative of the behaviors of incels. So I'm wondering if that's kind of what Hitler, you know, was at that time. He obviously was sexually immature. I think call, him, call him a proto-incel. But I must <laughs> tell you that um, Timothy McVeigh had one great love in his life, a woman called um, Augustine. And Augustine liked McVeigh, but she said, I'm not having an affair or a relationship with you, but we can be friendly. And she went on to get married and he virtually stalked her because he went to enormous effort to find out where she'd moved and track, tracked her down there. So similar kind of thing. Yeah, similar mentality. 
So I want to chat yeah. about, um, you mentioned her earlier, but Hitler's younger niece, Jelly Rabal. How would you characterize mm-hmm. her relationship? Was it sexual? By all accounts, how can I put it? If you were in a court, you would say on the balance of probabilities, it was sexual. And this is for several reasons. Firstly, Jelly was no angel. Yeah. In fact, she was pretty close to promiscuous. So it's, it seems surprising that they didn't do it. Secondly, the way the two of them were doing things, you know, going into rooms and moving around, people around them assumed that it was sexual. Um, so I would say on, on balance, it was likely that they did. Well, one of the more salacious allegations in the series is that Hitler wasn't interested in conventional sex. And I think it was Otto Strasser mm. who claimed that Jelly told him that Hitler would have her squat over his face and urinate on him. So is there any truth to that rumor? It's really you've got to decide how much credibility you give the person who's issuing that rumor. I think he also said Hitler was into coprophilia, which is the, even worse than urolagnia, <laughs> which, by the way, is the technical term for what you're describing for okay. listeners who want to practice it. Um, <laughs> but can you believe it when it's it's just a single comment from a biased observer? It really fits in with what they wanted Hitler to be. Exactly. And I think you could almost, it, well, I think it also fed into the propaganda that was being disseminated from, you know, the U.S. and England at the time, uh, you know, about Hitler. So you, you have to question the credibility of someone like Otto Strasser, uh, though I'd like to believe it. So the one thing I find kind of interesting, too, about his relationship with Jelly compared to Ava Braun. So Ava Braun, like he kept that under wraps, like he, he kept that relationship very secret, but yet he appeared in public with Jelly, his niece, who was significantly younger than him. What did the other Nazi leaders think about that? Well, remember that relationship with Jelly was around 1929. And at that stage, the Nazi party was by no means a certainty. They were strongly uh, competing with the Communist Party. The Depression hadn't really hit yet, and that was what kicked them in. So he was just an up-and-coming party leader who was based in Munich and not such a big deal. But the minute he got into power, that was a different issue. Then he was a national figure, and that's why he kept Eva Braun hidden. The thing I find most interesting about Jelly is she, they has, she has a pattern with a lot of Hitler's girlfriends or women associated with him in that she kills herself. And he has a lot of women associated with him who end up killing themselves. Three out of five. Yes, Three out of five. That's a lot. Like, let's put it like that. I have more than five ex-boyfriends oh. and they're all still alive. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Hitler had some power to do that. Although I do think Jelly did definitely suffer with mental problems. No. I mean, she might have been on the edge of what you call a bit of a flamboyant personality. She really wasn't very bright. She was just a party girl. Yes. Um, But I don't think she was in any sense crazy. In the series, they try to characterize Hitler as a controlling sexual psychopath. Did he control Jelly to the point where she committed suicide? 
I think that was a significant factor. Leave out the sexual psychopath uh, part, but controlling played a huge part in her disaffection with the relationship. And she complained bitterly that he would insist how she dressed, where she went, and, he, you know, how she behaved. And the final straw was when she defied him and went to Munich, uh, went to Vienna for opera lessons. And I think the opera teacher was Jewish, which didn't help the situation. And it was after that that, um, you know, he threw a tantrum and she killed herself. Well, people say that you could question whether or not she actually committed suicide and she might have possibly been yeah. murdered. Yeah, I know uh, there's a the author who wrote the book that um, suggested that or put up a case for it, but... I really think the evidence is pretty weak. And that's speaking as a, from a forensic point of view. Hmm. Well, so, you know, Hitler's been accused of having this Lolita syndrome, but did, wasn't he also involved with another woman, Mimi Ryder, who was 16 when he was 37? I know he was involved with her. I just haven't got the dates to hand, but it sounds, it sounds right, yeah. It's interesting, the comparison, all these high-flying women like Hannah Reich, the amazing pilot, and Lenny Reffenstahl. Now, these were stunning women, highly accomplished and very creative and very good-looking. And they cl clicked onto Hitler, but he didn't want to know about them. I feel the same about Unity Mitford, because he could have had a very... That would have been like a political power movement if they'd have gotten together. But she was super into him and... He enjoyed her, but never went any further. He, in fact, um, slept with one of her friends, didn't he? Uh, Erna? Irma? Um, I'm not sure about that, but I'm always... In, in, you know, when you talk about sex with unity, you know, according to the book, I mean, she would have gangbangs with, oh, yes. uh, <laughs> with the SS. So you might say unity had enough on her little plate. <laughs> no, She's a busy to, to not need Hitler to satisfy that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I but were those women closer to Hitler's own age? Because it sounds like he was definitely attracted to women that were much younger. Definitely. There's no question about that. So what about his relationship with German actress Renate Muller? I'm really not too well informed on that. I think it was a sort of, did he take her for a few 